Welcome into Between the Pylons. I'm John Camacho. And this is Jacob Waters. And guys, we have an awesome show for you guys today. Coming into week 17, we are going to break down all of the final playoff scenarios that there that could be going on in the NFL. We're going to talk about some of the big news. Uh, first of all, you know, uh, Dwayne Haskins getting cut, some of those things. We also talked about at the end of last week, we had breaking news uh, where the, the Auburn head coach was announced. We talked about it very quickly, but we were literally both on our phones because neither of us really knew about the guy. Uh, Jacob did some research, has has a much better understanding. So if you were interested in that from last week, we kind of teased it. So Jacob's going to have just a short like explanation of who he is because we kind of botched the, the breaking news last week. Not really because it was our fault. We just, well, it I mean, was just so random. Exactly. So, no, nobody's fault, but I thought that was kind of funny. We'll, we'll, we'll bring that in. Uh, we are going to start in Houston, though. We're going to start with the Texans, uh, more specifically J.J. Watt and his press conference. Uh, I'm going to play the whole clip. It's about a two-minute clip, so bear with us here. We're going to play this, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. 540 total yards, 29 of 38 passing. I mean, screens, quick passes, balls out to open guys like we cannot you can't do that and it's 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 very frustrating obviously um you can win on a game you can win a pass rush around the edge and you're not going to get their balls gone we, we didn't stop the run we played horrendously and that's i mean it's harsh but that is a fact of what we did today and it is extremely frustrating Professional athletes getting paid a whole lot of money. If you can't come in and put work in in the building, go out to the practice field and work hard, do your lifts and do what you're supposed to do, you should not be here. This is a job. We are getting paid a whole lot of money. There are a lot of people that watch us and invest their time and their money into buying our jerseys and buying a whole bunch of shit. And they care about it. They care every single week. We're in week 16 and we're four and 11. And there's fans that watch this game, that show up to the stadium, that put in time and energy and effort and care about this so if you can't go out there and you can't work out you can't show up on time you can't practice you can't want to go out there and win you shouldn't be here because this is a privilege it's the greatest job in the world you get to go out and play a game and if you can't care enough even in week 17 even when you're trash when you're 4 and 11 if you can't care enough to go out there and give everything you've got and try your hardest that's bullshit so that's how I just I think it's that's there are people every week that still tweet you, that still come up to you and say, hey, we're still here <clears throat> for you. We're still behind you. They have no reason whatsoever to. We stink. Right. I don't know. No, they can't. But they care, and they still want to win, and they still want you to be great. That's why. Those people aren't getting paid. We're getting paid handsomely. That's why. And that's... That's who I feel the most bad for is our fans and the people who care so deeply in this city and the people who love it and who truly want it to be great. And it's not. And that sucks as a player to know that we're not giving them what they deserve. All right. So that, I mean, I believe that hits hard if you're just about anybody, you know, I I think that that whole 
you know, speech could really be used to, you could point that to a lot of different fields, a lot of different people. Uh, you know, I know something like that would have been good for me my first year of college when I was a shitty student. You know, I think, you know, that, that can, that can, uh, transcend just the sports. I, I felt like it was important to say that, but also I, I found it so poignant when the same day that I saw that video, at least I don't know exactly when it was posted, but the same day I saw that was the same day that Dwayne Haskins gets fired from the, uh, from the Washington, Washington football team. And it just felt so pointed. Obviously, he was talking about his team, his uh, you know his teammates that are obviously struggling mightily at four and uh, eleven, as the, as they talked about, you know, bad football team, all that. But I even you know I think it's it can be pointed to a guy who had talent. I mean, we all knew he had talent coming out of Ohio State. He was childish, you know, at, at times, like there were, there were a couple warning signs. I know there was rumors throughout the draft process that he was, he was a little immature, but I think at the time, a lot of people thought 21 year old kid, you know, he'll figure it out. Nothing. There was nothing, you know, super, uh, uh super obvious that said, Oh shit, he's never going to figure out the next level or yeah. he's never going to uh, shape up. But two years into his career, he never shaped up. There was there was countless things, you know, going to go, going to uh, you know the strippers area or whatever the strip club without a mask, and that that was a whole thing. Uh, in late last season, when he he had a chance to play, they had to put the backup back in because he was signing something for a fan off to the side, not not paying attention to the game. Uh, he looked just in it just overall very disconnected on the sidelines you know he was very rarely ever around Alex Smith or even in his first year when Case Keenum was there it, you never saw that like you couldn't tell on the sidelines at least that he was really in it and, and granted you know you don't know how it looks behind the scenes so you don't want to like make those judgments uh, but now I think it's fair to say hey he wasn't working it behind the scenes either and I mean just crazy to think that you know the last young quarterback that Alex Smith was around was Patrick Mahomes so why yeah. would you not do everything you can to be around Alex Smith and realize that he has a whole lot to offer, you know, regardless of injury and, and all those other things. Um, yeah, just I, I felt like that is such a it's such an interesting topic for these young guys. Obviously, the quarterback position is so uh, magnified, especially for, you know, the average fan. But in general, I, I think it works for just about every every position and every player, young player that comes in the league. I think it's probably one of the biggest reasons why some of these ultra talented dudes that get drafted very early on you know it's not a lack of talent I don't think you know like we can we can grade the talent especially at that level when you're you know a top five top ten big there's no doubt you have physical ability it, of it's, I mean, it's what's between it. the ears you know so yeah. uh, I, I thought it was interesting what, what did you think about that um I mean Dwayne Haskins handled it maturely being cut he yeah. said you know but it, it's one thing to say everything on Twitter it's one mm -hmm. thing to say everything after the fact to the media I'm gonna use this for my betterment, I'm going to better myself and be a better quarterback going it, forward. It felt like it could have easily been a publicist type, type and, of thing. You know it what could I mean? Have been. Either way, he said the right thing, so yeah, I'm not even going to get into that. It's the actions going from the past yeah. that have to change going forward because, mm -hmm. like you said, we, we see the product in college. Mm -hmm. We see the, the plays. I think there are so many different times when you look at athletes coming out from college to the pros. Maybe some of them need to be babied a little bit more, if you will. They need to have kind of that college to NFL, mm -hmm. you know, holding their hand as they get going with their baby steps because sometimes just this transition is like, hey, it's your job now. You know, we're yeah. not going to remind you that you got to do this, that, and the other to get better. Yeah. You need to take it upon yourself to be in that office at 6 a.m. 
and then leave at 9 p.m., get mm-hmm. ready to do it again at 6 a.m., yeah. and so forth and so on. I think Haskins, um, I, I wish him the best. Yeah. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I don't. I don't either. It would take a total character mentality change to go for because he's going to get a backup job. I do believe that. Yeah. He, he will get another He'll shot. He'll get a chance to get a backup job and, at the very least. And that's yeah. and that's his last, though. Yeah. I, I do believe that. I mean, like some guys, look at Josh Rosen, for instance. Yeah. A guy he, who barely even got a shot. But yeah. there's a time where opportunity is one of the biggest things in the NFL mm-hmm. that can overtake talent sometimes, can mm-hmm. overtake draft position, can overtake all of that stuff is just opportunity and just being ready to go at the at a given moment. And yeah. Haskins had a shot. It didn't hit the first time around. Give it the yeah, Washington didn't have a lot to give him, I don't think, you know, but there the, we go. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, he showed a little bit of promise at the end of last year. I, I, I will say, you know, I was I was a fan of Haskins. I thought he was the third best quarterback coming out in that class. I liked uh, Locke a little bit more who ended up going number two or go, going in the second round. And then I, obviously everyone thought Kyler was the number one. I, I agreed with that yeah. for the most part. But I liked Haskins a whole lot. And, and I don't think that anybody, at least at, at my level or, at, you know, our level as, as far as, you know, evaluators of talent, can really say they missed on this because this wasn't he wasn't fired because he didn't have talent and because he wasn't you know he you know just because he was just absolute dog shit and he wasn't good in the NFL I don't want to I don't want to change it and if he would have been you know good enough he the team probably would have looked past all the other stuff but he he got fired because of his actions off the field his his inactivity his his inability to work every single day to not try to be better exactly yeah thing because they they saw they saw the what they had right now, and they were like, man, if you're not trying to get better, then we know you're not going to get better because yeah. we haven't seen it yet. And then they saw that he wasn't trying actively yeah. to, to learn from his mentors, yeah. like you said in the locker room, to, to be that he – I mean, Booger McFarland got a lot of a lot of flack for what he said recently coming what out against Dwayne Haskins. I didn't hear about that one. He came out and spoke heavily about his his message was more about African Americans, and I'm not going to hit on that at all. But it was because of Dwayne Haskins and the social media vibe, the uh, overall getting clout in mm-hmm. this era versus building building your personal brand versus helping a team and giving yeah. them something on the field. Yeah. And I'm not going to speak on behalf of everyone out there that not my place to do that at all. But Dwayne Haskins in itself there were several times where we could point to the things, his actions, and say, yeah, it was more about him than it was about the yeah. Washington football team at the time. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's totally fair. And you know, I think, you know, it, the the brand of, of NFL player coming out in the class right now, you know, for, from now on pretty much, it, gone are the days of, of guys that are just making money playing on football. Uh, you know, you look at Juju Smith, even if they don't have ad deals on national TV, the, their social media presence, their, their brand, their personality, it makes them money now. And that's yeah, just that's I mean, just the that, way it goes. That's where we're at. It, it, that's, so every single young player who who has a name coming out of college gets drafted high highly. You know they are going to have to balance that, and it's going to be uh, an interesting thing. I, I would be you know this isn't going to be the last player that that falls to that uh, you know that that fails to balance that very well. And, and you know it's definitely not going to be the last player who who lets his ego kind of get ahead of his uh, his, his uh, play. Yeah, his play and his maturity. Um, I. I I do think it's worth noting that you know over the past couple years, I think we have gotten really lucky with the type of guys. And I'm just going to talk quarterback because I think it's the easiest to to really put a microphone um, microscope over. But you know the the quarterbacks that have come out recently, I feel like are all you know they're they're copy paste of what you would want we from a person. You're, you're saying it nicely. We don't have a douchebag. Yeah, yeah, there really Ky- aren't. Kyler's not a douchebag. No, Kyler had some iffy stuff coming out, but even I can admit who's a Kyler critic, very hard critic for a yeah. long time. 
but Kyler's a good guy. Yeah. Wants the best for his team. Does everything right. Works Deshaun hard. Watson works hard. Hard Deshaun worker. Wa- does everything yeah. he's supposed to. Deshaun Watson is already giving back. Uh, to Joe Burrow from the ACL injury. Yeah. Joe Burrow looking at the spotlight. Yeah. Everyone so think, far, when we look at the past quarterbacks... For the most part, yeah. For the most very, part. Very, very rare do you get that. He's handling it very yeah. well. Yeah. I would say the last time we had a slip-up was Jameis, honestly. Yeah, J- Jameis, and really, I, I think Jameis's Achilles heel was his play on the field. I, I don't, you know, yeah. he, he definitely had some off-the-field things in college and into the NFL with the uh, the Uber driver incident, but it, it didn't seem as though he wasn't working hard in the, in the facility, at least. But yeah, I mean, you just look at last year, I think is the is a shining example of what you want. The top three quarterbacks, you know, all you know, see Tua, uh, Herbert, and and Burrow, all pretty humble guys for the most part. Different personalities, I would say, from each person. But you know, you have Burrow who has like that that you know. I, I'm not going to compare him to Tom Brady on the field, but like that Tom Brady mindset. I feel like mm-hmm. where he doesn't give a shit about anything else. He just wants to win. Like that's kind of the vibe I get from him. You have Tua, who's obviously very humble, been benched twice now and has handled it very very well. Uh, his has handles yeah, learning very well exactly and I, I believe him and then you have Herbert who his, he did have critics saying that he was quiet but I mean in the NFL you know quiet leadership it still leadership you throw 29 yeah. touchdowns. <laughs> exactly uh, so I, I thought worth inter- worth noting and then who better to give that speech than a JJ Watt who you know there are some critics of JJ Watt but how can you not just absolutely love that dude yeah, I mean can we, can we take it to JJ for just a yeah second of course and admire his passion his grit his willingness to show up day in and day out and do his job. I think when you look at, like, homegrown athletes, Mm -hmm. the Watt family in itself is one of the best examples of it, of just showing up, doing your job. Mm -hmm. You have God-given talent, yes. Of course. But when God-given talent meets the hard work ethic that that J.J. Watt has, that's when you have a Hall of Famer. Yeah. And that's where it with J.J. And I hope, I know his contract is too much of a burden for another team, I want him to go get a ring. I would love to see him go. And I honestly, I, I want to see the, him with a contender, man. And he has the mindset that he could go to like a young team with a ton of talent and really shape them into place. You know, I I, I look at like man, I, I obviously I think any team would would be lucky to have them, but like a Buffalo Bills team, kind of young, has a lot of talent. Obviously, twelve and three. Of course, they could use the J.J. Watt on the field, but they could use the J.J. Watt in the locker room and yeah. get everybody just absolutely, you know, honed in. We'll see what happens this year. You know, they, they obviously have a good chance to compete. But, man, just, I mean, really, like I said, any team would, would benefit from that. J.J. Watt love is to see him go an to anomaly, man, because yeah. when you have fire, fire is wild and it spreads. Yeah. But J.J. Watt has the ability to keep fire right the fuck here. Just- for one, one through four quarters, yeah. and he will just destroy you. He's one of my favorite players of all time, and yeah. that's why it's a shame. I, you know, I like that he doesn't take the, I guess, when we say coach talk, the, the, the player talk out of it. You know, he says it like it is. We're yeah. trash right now. Um, props to him for not dogging his teammates specifically by name. I'm but curious you in know, itself to you know, know who he's talking to some people. Well, yeah. There's so much turmoil in that organization. It's just yeah. sad to see because they have Deshaun Watson, who before you know it, man, add four, you know, we're going – Two, three, four years on, we're talking. Listen, I, I said it. Prime is wasted. I, I said it at the beginning, or, you know, at some time of the off season, I, we can probably go back and find it. But I remember saying that I am very worried that the Sean Watson career is going to end up very similar to the to the uh, Andrew Luck career. 
yeah. a ton of talent. I, I, I thought you had promised Rodgers, and I was no. going to say he ain't even going to get the ring. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I was going to say, you know, obviously I, I don't expect him. I think even at the time I said I don't expect him to quit or, or you know, retire the way, um, you know, Andrew Luck did, but I could absolutely see him just start to get bogged down with injuries because he takes a lot of hits. Of uh, you know, the second his team finally starts to get good, he's going to start to, uh, you know, decline. I, I, I hope well, that I'm wrong. Probably start, I, I he'll hope. probably start to look at that bank account and be right. like, whoa, I'm good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where it's at. Player mentality, player branding, getting back to the whole, you yeah. know, the players as they come into the league. I mean, look at Taylor Lewan with busting with the boys and stuff. Like, yeah. podcasts, you Makes see. a ton of money. That's an uh, offense alignment, Twitch you know? streamers, you see all sorts of different media outlets that these guys are using. And it's, it's very hard to balance nowadays. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's completely different. Yeah, I think you look at Pat McAfee is a great example of a dude, yeah. you know, a punter that no one gave a shit about the punter. And now he has one of the biggest shows, you know, out there in, in sports. And really, if if he had come out this year, like if he had come out now in this, in this medium, he probably could have balanced both. He probably could have had somewhat of a personality and shown his personality and then be able to turn, turn it on as opposed to kind of having to create everything after he, he left the NFL, uh, you know, Things like that, I think, are going to happen, especially with the charismatic guys that are that are coming in the NFL. Let's let's move on. Let's switch topics. I'm, I'm I got gonna... one more thing though. Yeah, yeah one course. one more let's hear sort of weird thing behind Ron Rivera and Dwayne Haskins. Okay. So Dwayne Haskins was the quarterback for the Washington Redskins at the time. Beat the Carolina Panthers that lost Ron Rivera his job. Mm-hmm. The Carolina Panthers just beat the Ron Rivera led football team. Dwayne Haskins quarterback led. Mm-hmm. That lost Dwayne Haskins his oh, job. Oh, that's funny. It's weird how it flip flops. <laughs> it is. That is. Ron Rivera was like, "You beat me, now I beat you. Get out of here." <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, go on. That's a good one. I didn't yeah. even think about that. That's great. All right, let's move on. I'm gonna let you take over. Uh, I'm not gonna add a whole lot to this. I'm just gonna let yeah. you, you do a quick quick synopsis of the Auburn uh, head coaching hire. Uh, let me know what you think, man. Um. Like I said last week, um, for those of you who hung on that long and watched, I mean, it was at the very, very end of our podcast uh, last week. If you want to go see it, go check it out. I was shocked because that was a name that wasn't even on any section of my brain. Mm-hmm. Brian Harson wasn't a name that I knew in college football, and I'm a very avid college football fan. I guess not as avid as some of you who may know who Brian Harson is when it gets you know going up yeah. north towards well, Boise. Yeah, and that's Boise State. That's a exactly. smaller school, obviously. Well, and, and the it's thing not with, it, fault, with it being said is that Brian Harson was a guy who graduated, uh, went to Boise State. That was his, you know, that was his alma mater. He that was the dream job that he wanted to go back to. And I will give props to Auburn's athletic director for blocking out all the boosters, mm-hmm. keeping it as quiet as you can, all the noise and just absolute shit that came out, you know, mm-hmm. all of this stuff. Clearly, he had a group around him that he trusted and that he liked. Mm-hmm. In order to keep that in this day and age that quiet, that yeah. we didn't know who was coming, not saying I know the, the man Brian Harson and whether it's going to work out or not, but props to him yeah. for keeping it quiet and really looking through. And I'll trust our athletic director going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Harson claimed to fame. He was the offensive coordinator with the now Washington head coach, Chris Peterson. He was the head coach at the time for Boise State. The famous Statue of Liberty play, 2007 mm-hmm. Oklahoma game or 2008, wherever it was, you know, the, the famous one where they, they hand it off. Yeah, that takes it. Uh, Brian Harson was the offensive coordinator at the time for the hook and ladder. All of these cool plays. And he said that Auburn, it would take a special job to get him away from his alma mater. So I'm excited for it. I'm hoping that he has ties to the West Coast. Can hopefully open up some recruiting. What, out it, west. what was the connection between Malzahn and and Harson that you told me about? I, well, I forget it, what it was. The, the weird part is that there's technically no connection, but I can't help but think that it it's coincidence where it meets up is weird. Gus Malzahn was the head coach of um, Archie State. Mm-hmm. 
in the 2012 season? Arky? Arky State, yeah, Arkansas State. Oh, Arkansas, okay. So that, that's just how I got to say it. You know that. <laughs> uh, 2012 season, Arkansas State, Gus Malzahn. Gus Malzahn accepts a job to be Auburn's head coach. In comes Brian Harson out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That was his job after the offensive coordinator position at Boise State. Mm-hmm. He went to Arkansas State for one year. Mm-hmm. Just the 2013 season, right after Gus left, mm-hmm. back up to Boise State to be the head coach. And now when Gus departs Auburn, Brian Harson is in at Auburn. That's going funny. Forward. He's, um, follow- he's followed The back. coach will always have my full support. I really like his attitude, his mentality a lot. He is a very, very West Coast spread heavy system. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping we have Tank Bigsby. And for mm-hmm. those of you who don't know, looking at football, he was freshman of the year in the SEC. He is an absolutely polarizing running back. First round pick, in my opinion, going forward. I hope he doesn't transfer because I'm afraid with an offensive, you know, West Coast spread heavy system, there might be some mentality differences there. But yeah. we'll see where it goes. Uh, he has my full support. I'm still sad. I miss Gus a lot. You know, his, yeah. he gave me my best moments. But hey, it is what it is. Props to Alan Green for getting the job done. All right, director. So I thought it was important to put that in there. Let's let's switch course here to uh, to the playoffs. All right. So I'm going to yeah. give a quick synopsis of what happened uh, this past weekend. Just just for the pretty much every division spot is is handled uh, this past week. Uh, the Seahawks clinched their division uh, officially by beating the Rams. Uh, the Bucks uh, clinched that fifth spot uh, for the playoffs uh, on the uh, NFC side. For other than that, not a whole lot of things changed in the NFC side. The AFC side was weird, though. Started on Saturday night. Saturday night, awesome, awesome game. I actually put a video out, uh, you know, just re- uh, reacting to that football game. Dolphins, uh, Raiders, Dolphins come back and win that game in the last second. Awesome game, especially if you're a Dolphins fan. Uh, they win that game to stay in the eighth spot, the eighth seed, uh, getting up to ten and to, to ten and five. Now, at that time, it's Saturday night was over. We were looking at the Colts and the Browns were in the five and six spot. Uh, fast forward to uh, with uh, Colts and Browns are five and six spot with the Ravens in the eighth spot outside looking in. All right. Sunday comes around, the Colts lose to the Steelers, the Browns lose to the Jets, and the Ravens destroy the Giants, all right? So now how we're looking at this, that what, what happened with all that is that put the Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, and Colts all at 10 wins. The Dolphins went from the eighth spot to the fifth, to the five seed. Uh, the Ravens shoot up from the eighth. Or excuse me. The Dolphins went from the seventh spot to the five seed. The Ravens shoot up from the eighth spot to the sixth spot. Now the Browns are at seventh seed, and the Colts at ten and five are on the outside looking in. The Colts have a couple different ways of getting. Obviously, they have to they have to beat the Steelers next week. They did. Uh, the Steelers did just sit uh, or did just announce that they were going to. Uh, yeah, I mean they play. already beat, they already lost to the Steelers. That's where it's going forward. This uh, the Steelers play the Browns. Oh yeah, they lost yeah. the Steelers. Oh, okay, so uh, I'm can't for, I, it doesn't show me who they played. It's week 17. All right, so uh, Colts are on the outside looking in. The Titans are at the four spot with ten uh, at ten and five as well. Titans have that tiebreaker. Colts just they lost the wrong fucking games because they pretty much have every single tie tiebreaker screwed. I think the big loss that they have is the Jaguars because uh, at the end of the day, week one too that week it? one loss because the Jaguars are the worst team in the NFL. They have one of the worst losses. 
on their record that might have something to do with it. I don't know how how every single tiebreaker splits up, yeah. uh, but I definitely think that's worth noting. Will you pull up week seventeen for me? Um, so how we're looking now? Yeah, uh, Titans play the Texans. I know that one. Off so the bat. Titans play the Texans. They Titans need to win that game. They probably should. Uh, who Ravens, else do we have? Ravens catch the Bengals. Ravens will play the Bengals. They'll probably win that game. The Dolphins catch the Bills. The Dolphins have the Bills. We are waiting to see what happens with Pittsburgh announcing that they're sitting Big Ben. So Buffalo, if I'm Buffalo, I'm probably sending it full, full send ahead, open up the sails, send the ship down, and get that two seed. Yeah, I think it's very vital for them to grab that. So, so the Bills I would play whoever. And just have. just for for reference, the Bills are at the two seed. The Steelers are at the three seed. Both at twelve and three. Steelers just said they were going to sit, and obviously the the Steelers play the Browns. The Browns are going to be fighting for their lives, uh, for their playoff lives. So, so they're going to play hard on that game. The Bills obviously play the Dolphins in the same situation, uh, where they're the Dolphins have an outside chance of losing and still making the playoffs. But obviously, if they win, they know they're in and they yeah. they control their destiny. They want to win that game, obviously. Bills win that game. They they guarantee their second seed. They lose that game, and the Steelers lose the game. They still get the second seed. It, it would not surprise me a bit if the Bills, you know, decided to rest some of their starters. They might still play, you know, a, a lot of their starters and just rest some. You know, pretty much if anybody's even close to the injury report, they'll probably sit them uh, this week because it's not a huge game. Uh, Dolphins. If the Dolphins lose to the Bills, they still have a a sixty nine percent chance of making the playoffs. Um, they'll almost certainly. Yeah, all you need is one other team below. All, all they need is for either the Ravens, Browns, or Colts to lose. That's all they would need to still make the playoffs. So, so if they lose and every single other team wins, they would obviously miss. But any other any other way, the Dolphins have the tiebreaker that that works out in their favor. So that's how the playoffs are. are well, and, we'll, and we'll look at the bubble down. team, the Colts. How yeah. fitting is it that you start with the the Jags at Week One and you close it with Week Seventeen with the Jags? Yeah. This is a Jacksonville team with nothing to lose now, though. They have already locked in this number one pick. Yeah. Not saying the Colts should win this game. And Colts will win this game. Colts should, yeah, very, very well should win mm-hmm. this game. Honestly, man, if how do you think it's gonna shape up? Someone um, ain't making it. There there is going to be a ten win team not make the playoffs right now. Yeah, that's and, and technically eleven if you think all of them win their matchups. There there is a possibility. So the the craziest thing about all this is you, you go over to the NFC and, and I will answer your question in a second, but but if you go over to the NFC, you look at the Bears and the um the Bears and the Cardinals are fighting for that seventh seed, right? They're both eight and seven. Bears have the tiebreaker, so the Bears win their end. Uh, the Rams still technically haven't clinched the playoffs at the sixth seed, but they're nine and six, so they should make the playoffs. They're they're a game ahead of the other two teams that are fighting for it. So an eight and eight team will make the playoffs this year. All right, it happens theoretically. An eight and uh, a a um, yeah, so an eight and eight team could make the playoffs. A nine and seven team probably will make the playoffs. So theoretically, an eight and eight team could make the playoffs in the NFC, and theoretically, an eleven and five team could miss the playoffs in the AFC. So it's just crazy how that works out. Um, and we talked about this when we did our first playoff look. I think in like week eleven or week twelve of the regular season, and we said, you know, there's some big dogs at the top of the NFC. But there's some depth in the AFC, and we you AFC know. has depth. NFC has big dogs. Yeah. I would name the Packers the, the the one through five. Well, not one through five. One, two, three, and five. Skip the four for the <laughs> NFC. Sorry, Washington, you're out. Um, Packers, Saints, Seahawks, Bucks. All tough teams. I think they are very, very tough teams. Yeah. One through seven, two through seven. One is the Chiefs. They are above they're, all else. Yeah, they're, yeah, really. they're, they're in a separate league of their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, two through seven, though, could could make some damage. I'm even. I'm going to give it to your fins. 
I think that given the right matchup in this playoffs, man, y'all are a team that shows grit. You have a good defense. Defense always travels. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, with a with a listen, winning mentality, you never know. Listen, look, people are gonna say, "Hey, they're they're the imposter or whatever," and, and that's fine. You're ten and five. We're you've ten already, and five. You've <laughs> already made it. We we beat the Ra- we, like we've beaten some tough teams. Obviously, the Raiders was a was a tough game. We won that game and then kind of gave it up and then won it again. So it was it was a weird game all around. A tough matchup and and you know it is what it is. But hey, we we beat the the uh, the Cardinals when they were like on a run. We actually kind of slowed them down. We beat the Rams when they were they were looking really good. We've beaten some good football teams. Uh, so so I, I definitely it, think though. it's worth. Saying. I need your answer. I need your yes. AFC playoff answer now. Uh, I I do think the Colts are going to make it. I, I think the Browns are probably going to lose. I, I don't know why. I could just see the Steelers even with the backup Mason Mason Rudolph. I, and also, it just feels like the Browns are the team that would uh, would you know fuck up in the last two games of the season, lose yeah. to the Jets, and then lose to the Steelers to miss the playoffs at, at a ten win team. It would suck, but I, I could absolutely see that. I do think the Dolphins are going to make it. I, I, even if the Dolphins lose, I think they're still going to make it because I think you can kind of count on at least one of those teams to miss. Um, but, yeah, I do think that's how it's going to happen. I think the Colts are going to sneak in at that seven spot. Titans are going to hold on to the division at the four seed. The uh, Ravens, wh- who were on the outside looking in last week and, I mean, just got a huge help. Like, they, they had to be so mad when the Dolphins won against the Raiders because yeah. w- on Saturday night, they all they needed was the Dolphins to win lose one game. And it was over. And for the Ravens to win out, and the Ravens had a pretty good schedule to win out, uh, but the and it was looking good. The Raiders, you know, were winning that game with with uh, eight seconds left, four seconds left after before that field goal. Um, but obviously, Dolphins win that game, and then you know Sunday was just a blessing because the two other teams that were ahead of them, the Colts and Browns, both lose, giving the Ravens a perfect chance to make the playoffs. The Ravens are going to make this play the playoffs. I would be very surprised if they missed. I think the Ravens got it. I yeah. am going to give my more likely scenario, and yeah. it, it agrees with you in saying that the Browns probably lose. The yeah. Browns just lose to the Jets. I don't know why uh, get into that game real, real quick. You lose all of your wide receivers. Why does Baker throw the ball 53 damn times? Yeah. Why do you ask him to do that? Kevin Stefanski, you got to be just, like, yeah. Man, playing ten, the Jets. I mean, I mean ten, 10 win season, I'm not going to say that you haven't got it right. You're doing a great job there. Yeah, but they, but they, and because and, I, yeah, I agree, I they got there, they got there running the ball with Chubb and, and Hunt. I mean, that's how you got to where you've been by, by going two tight end set yeah. and running the football. Uh, you have Njoku, who's healthy, and Austin Hooper, who's healthy. Both of them have been injured this year. They're both back. There's no reason that even without, yes, you're down your wide receivers. I get that. Even without your wide receivers, Run the football for Seriously. four fucking quarters. Even if you're down by ten points early in the first half, run the fucking football. Go beat the goddamn Jets. You didn't you, you do make, it. That you sucks. make Baker play what he's been doing. The the simple read, the one two three option, the play action off of the mm-hmm. run on third and short yep. against the New York Jets. And now you're not even having to worry about this. But right now, I would say the Browns miss the playoffs. Yes, there is very much a chance. Mason Rudolph doesn't matter. The Steelers' defense is a is a monster. Yeah, they can disrupt what the Browns got going, and I don't know if the Browns can respond. I don't know if they're battle tested. Yeah. They're a good team. They have a chance to beat anyone. They have a chance to lose to anyone, depending on what their game plan is yeah. going forward. But there, there's another. It's also worth there's another way that I see it going. Okay, let's hear, hear there's that. A, there's there's another way that I see the playoffs going, and I, it's gonna piss you off. That's man. fine. Hey, that's okay. I see the Bills winning. Okay, and I could see the all the other teams winning. Uh, the other one is going to piss off the hometown team, mm-hmm. the Titans. 
I think they have gotten complacent at being at the top of that AFC South for just a minute. Got crushed by the Packers. I didn't even mention that. They got crushed by the Packers, which if if the you know Colts lost, if the Titans, you know, well the Titans lost too. The Titans would have beaten the Packers. They would have clinched the division. Over. It would have been over. But I mean, that's a potential Super Bowl caliber team matchup, though. When we're Mm -hmm. talking about AFC NFC, these are powerhouses. I like the Titans a lot. They're a really good team. Yeah. Get the job done against the Texans, though. Gotta don't, be the don't, don't allow you going up 1-0 on the Texans to be like, oh, we split 1-1 at the end of the year. Because mm-hmm. you splitting 1-1 right now could be the end of the season yeah. for you. And, I, I, I hope and as a Dolphins happen. fan, y'all better fucking beat the Texans because we got that four spot, baby. And that would, and that would drop them <laughs> even lower depending on what happens. Hopefully, so. yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll see who. So. Um, more likely option, Browns are out. But, man, at the end Listen, of the day. Listen, I get that, though. I get what you're all saying. All of these teams are so good, though. There is a chance. The Titans, you're out. The Colts, you're out. I don't know, man. Yes, the Ravens for for a weird reason feel like the team that's not going to miss. It just feels like they finally they, they gotten started together. letting Who did they Lamar, play this week. They, uh, uh, they play the Bengals. They, okay, they, they should have. They got to beat the Bengals. They'll, they'll beat the Bengals. The Ravens feel like the most likely, and I totally get Dolphins sitting at the five seat. If they lose, and then the Ravens, Browns, and Colts win, it, it's it, they're out. You know, so so I get that. Um, the only reason I say that is because you're playing the Bills. Yeah. The Bills are competing for a two. In my head, if I'm Buffalo, I want Josh Allen to be most comfortable in Buffalo until that matchup at KC. Yeah. Avoid that at all costs. Whenever you can, you want them to go through Buffalo. Just because it's cold, the elements, you never know. So, so there was a point on Saturday night where I thought there was going to be a chance that the, that the Bills would be guaranteed to have that two seed. And they would be looking at an opportunity because they're, they're, you know I was assuming the Browns and Colts Saying would win. The, the Colts beat the Steelers. So yeah. I, I was there was a point where where I was thinking the the uh, Bills were going to be in a situation to say if we let the Dolphins win we get to play them in the playoffs and I'd much rather play the Dolphins than the Ravens in the playoffs. Of Let's do that. So that was that was a chance at, at a certain point. Like Saturday night, I was I was crunching the numbers. That was a possibility. Now it's a different it's a different story. You have your division rival team that you know they're. Dolphins are, are uh, you know, if they're not good, they're a pain in the ass. At the very least, you can say they're a pain in the ass. I, I think that there's an argument to say they're good, especially defensively. Um, yeah, I, I don't blame you a bit for saying that the Dolphins could could go in and hey, win this when, game. when you stack it toe-to-toe, y'all can win. Yeah. But when you look at one through six, I would say that y'all are the team that's I, I like, would say, I every team think, would probably prefer to play y'all over the others. Of there. course, yeah. yeah. So I, I think uh, the reason I was saying the Bills will, uh, will the Dolphins will be the Bills, one, because the Dolphins are playing for something and Bills really aren't. Two, because I do think the Bills are going to sit Josh Allen. I think they're going to sit a lot of their starters, and I think that will give the Dolphins a chance to to sneak into the playoffs. And look, part of this is me being a fan. I'm I'm living in Tennessee right now. Uh, if we stay at the five spot, if we win and stay at the five spot, and the Titans win. We play the Titans in Tennessee. Right, and you're I'm gonna, going to that game. I'm going to do everything yes. I can to go to that game. So that would be all. I've never seen a Dolphins playoff game other than us getting crushed by either the Ravens or the Steelers. Other than that, I've never seen a Dolphins playoff that game. That Matt Moore so. Steelers game with Bud Dupree taking his head off. Yeah, legendary. I remember that, and then <laughs> I remember. And then in 2008, we we had the uh, the Wildcat year with uh, you know I don't even remember <laughs> with uh, Chad Pennington. Yes. That was also the year that Tom Brady got hurt. So we went 11 and five that year. Won our division. Vision for the first time in forever, and then hosted the the uh, the the uh, 
Baltimore Ravens, they just absolutely crushed us. So so that's that's just been my experience. I I, I know what it's like to lose the NFC North. That's that's or the AFC North, excuse me. That's that's what I know. <laughs> I know what it's like. I'll, I'll segue here. I know what it's like to lose in the <laughs> NFC North. <laughs> so let's let's segue over to the NFC mm. and kind of see who you think is legitimate run wide like run worthy in yeah. the playoffs because we don't need to talk we know either the either the cardinals or bears are going to get the opportunity to lose the saints in the first round of the playoffs exactly and right? i actually <laughs> believe that and same for washington I, I think washington has the playoffs locked right uh, no, they don't. They if they lose and the the Cowboys and Giants are both in a uh, oh so so there we go. Yes, so there's, so there's a, chance a chance that Washington could fuck around. Giants win, Cowboys lose. Washington loses. Giants take it because yeah. the tiebreaker. Yeah, and then uh, Cowboys, Cowboys win. Could, could Washington still get it. loses. Yeah. They get it. So there we go. We'll see what happens. Um, I wouldn't want to play the Cowboys just because of roster talent wise. You never know. Yeah. But going forward, I think the Buccaneers locked in at this five seed. They're the team that I'm looking at to make a run. I'm back on him, man. I'm back on Tom Brady. The man is 40-something years old. He threw 43. Is that what you said? 43, 43. He has six touchdowns, 600 yards yards registered in four quarters. Yeah, that's crazy. Because he got set at half. Yeah, ridiculous. Listen, I— Do you not think it's going to carry in the playoffs? No, listen, I I absolutely—look, I get it. Look, I I will— did not believe the Bucks were going to be quite as good as everyone did. And I think I was about right because I thought they would make the playoffs. I just didn't think they were going to be as good at what's probably going to end up being an 11-5 football team. They're a damn good football team. Tom Brady still has something left in the tank. I, I've just seen it go both ways. I've seen the Bucks go bad Bucks and bad Tom Brady, and it sucks. And I've seen good Bucks, good Tom Brady, and it's awesome. I, 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 I just look at this as three playoff games before they get to the Super Bowl, right? I mean, they have the wild card divisional uh, championship. Yeah, so three playoff games before they get to the Super Bowl. If the Bucks make the Super Bowl, Tom Brady's going to go good Tom Brady and, and do it all, probably. But I, I just don't think they're going to get there. Uh, you're, I'm, I assume that's the run you're talking about, right? Like, go all the way. Uh, that's the expectation. Man, I, I really think so. Um, <laughs> Look, I think, it, I think be... Tom Brady's built for it. Trust me. I've seen bad bucks. I've seen good bucks. Yeah. But then again, I've seen the only team that I can say that I haven't seen a really, really bad version and lose is the Saints. Yeah. I've seen bad Saints. I've seen Saints without utilizing Michael Thomas and Kamara. Man, they still fucking won. Yeah. I mean, that's why I think yeah. that. I, I seen, remember that. The... I've seen bad Seattle, though. Yeah. I've seen bad Green Bay. Yeah. But bad Saints, I still see them. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Saints are, are going to make it to the playoffs. I, 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 the Super Bowl. I, the Super Bowl. Yeah, man, the, they made it to the playoffs. <laughs> I think the Saints are going to make to the to the Super Bowl. I, I just think there's too many ways. The Packers are going to lose unceremoniously in the playoffs. I think that's just that almost is, a guarantee. It's stereotypical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So look, I'm glad they got the one seed. I'm rooting for Aaron Rodgers. I'll be honest with you. If you made me pick a team that I want to make it, it's either the Seahawks or the Packers. I want to see. I, I think that. I mean, I, I would like to see both these guys. And the only reason I don't say the Saints is because I, I don't think Drew Brees is fun to watch right now. Um, He's you know, not. I'm, I'm a fan. Look, it's a struggle. All three of these top three teams in the NFC have a legendary quarterback that has one Super Bowl. I would like all of them to get another one, right? And two years ago, I was like rooting for— You don't want for- Tom to get another one? Yeah, no, I'm good. I think he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's fine. He'll be yeah, okay. Seven, <laughs> seven's a bit much. Listen, but I said for years I think he'll get seven, but I thought he would get it with with uh, the Patriots. So I don't, yeah. think, I don't think he'll get there anymore. We'll see though. Look, it, at the end of the day, what I was saying is I want one of those te- one of those three teams to probably win it all and get another Super Bowl. I think Aaron Rodgers. It means the most to me because Aaron Rodgers has been shit on for so long as being like considered you know good but not like elite elite or maybe elite but no, 
not all time great, uh, whatever you want to say. And to me, it's just unfair to him. Uh, I think that's just I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. And I would love to see him get one more and, and solidify yeah. his legacy a little bit. Um, I, I love Drew Brees. But I love the, the player. Packer, why do the Packers get the win? I'll interrupt you for for a minute thirty at most. Mm-hmm. Why do the Packers management get the win? Why do they get to draft Jordan Love and piss him off, piss Aaron Rodgers off? Uh, and let Aaron Rodgers win MVP. I don't get it. I thought their draft was horrible. If you yeah, made it, me pick, it was a horrible draft yeah. when you're looking at the grade. But at the yeah. end of the day, if Aaron Rodgers wins MVP and gets the Super Bowl, nobody remembers the draft. Jordan Love is the best pick in the draft. Well, look, not even that because like that's just a fun uh, that's just a fun well, thing to talk about. That's a fun about. way to spin yeah. it. But, but I mean, like even even like you look at the Packers draft, they, they drafted a running back in the second round. Which, if you draft a running back in the second round, he better fucking start. That's a running back. This is the least... first week we've seen him be relevant. Exactly, running back in the second round, he didn't even fucking use him all year. So, and you've had a good, you've had a good running back stable. It's not like you needed a running back in the first round. So, look, I, I absolutely get it. I, I, I just don't wanted to mention that before you go through the rest. of So, them. deserve to win? Does the management deserve to win? No, but Aaron Rodgers put this fucking team on his back. I, uh, the the Packers, if they win the Super Bowl this year. If they win the championship. They didn't win because the management put everything around him. They won. Because Aaron Rodgers said, fuck everybody. I have a healthy wide receiver for the year. I have an offensive line that can block good enough. I'll do everything else. It would fully, and this means a lot. You have this on camera too. It would fully cement him as the greatest quarterback in Green Bay Packers history. Oh, yeah. Uh, 100%. Because, I mean, we've seen the talent. We've seen yeah. the flashes. He can do things that no others can. Yeah. I, With look, I've said, talent around I've him. Said for, I've said for a long time, and I'll continue to say, yeah. uh, before I saw Patrick Mahomes throw football, I, I, I he was the most talented quarterback I'd ever seen. Greatest is a different thing. Greatest is Tom Brady because he is the greatest quarterback. Greatest, but most yeah, talented, I, I think. I, I think. I think with the quarterback position, we need to start making categories because everyone can't be the fucking goat, right? So, so we got to start making categories and start like Tom Brady deserves the greatest of all time because he's the most winningness, most winningness, uh, most clutch, yeah. most clutch quarterback of all time. I'm sorry, I just fumbled on my words a little bit, but he is he is awesome in that regard. But I, I will sit here and say that from a talent perspective, Aaron Rodgers can do things Tom Brady can't. Like, or, or Aaron, let me, I'll rephrase it. Aaron Rodgers has done things that I've never seen Tom Brady do. I'll put yeah. it that way. And, and, uh, and, with, <laughs> and with a lesser team around him at times, Tom has had to battle through bad teams, yeah. but he has Belichick. He always had Belichick this, as yeah. on that Batman utility belt to kind of pull out <laughs> and go. Aaron Rodgers is sitting there like, Bro, you've never drafted a first-round wide receiver for me yeah. ever. Yeah, That's ever. That's even Devontae Adams. Yeah, That's just where it's at. You're lucky that that one hit Packers management. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, you were so. truly gifted. I'm a Vikings fan. Don't want to see it happen necessarily. Yeah, But Aaron Rodgers, the person, I almost want to see it happen because I think you fucking hate the Packers too. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah, I get that. I think he does. I, I, I really that. do because of how much they have <laughs> – Wasted his talent. He's yeah. like, man, I'm about to say fuck you and That's win this fair. thing. All right, so let, let's uh, just go kind of down the list of, yeah. of teams. The Saints, uh, look, Drew Brees is awesome. I, I love Drew Brees, the person. I, I don't want to hate on him at all. I do think he has been carried by by Sean Payton for a little bit longer than people want to admit. I, I'll say that. I, I don't want to get people, you know, adding me or whatever. But oh, they're coming in the comments. Yeah, but, like, I, I think it's fair to say I, I've we, we know the limitations of, of Drew Brees, and – it's, he's, he can be limited at times, and at this point in his career, he's very limited at times. I think it's it's very obvious at this point. I would still love him to see him get another ring. He's an all-time great, you know, so I, I don't want to, you know, distract from the fact that he's been awesome for a long time. He's in his 40s, and he's not playing as well as he used to. Is like, it his I think last run? 
I, I think I, I I hope so. I do. I hope yeah, so because yeah. he's just he's declined over the past. I'll say three years of like I think three years ago was the first time you're like oh, well it doesn't look as good, um, and then it's just gotten worse and worse. But his team has been so good that's kind of hidden that from being a, like a popular narrative, which is fair. That that's gonna happen if your team's doing well. No one's gonna question like the average quarterback play. I'll say at times, uh, and sometimes it's awesome. I don't I don't mean to say consistently average, but at times it hasn't been you know all time great, uh, but. That's, that's what I'll say there. I don't think he deserves to win it now because he is past that point. I would still like to see the Saints win because the Saints have been just such a good team for a while. And they've Seattle? gotten fucked over. Seattle, Russell Wilson, to me, uh, he, he's not far off from Aaron Rodgers. I, yeah. I don't even, I won't repeat myself because it'll be very similar to what I've said about Aaron Rodgers. But I, I think Russell Wilson has done a lot with a little. And now he has an awesome passing game around him, like just awesome talent. You can't tell me that D, DK Metcalf isn't a top five top you know i'd say top five wide receiver in the nfl right now you have tyler lockett you have a good run game your offense line isn't great but it's good and and now it's like he is the offense and he is carrying his team you know it hasn't looked great at times but they lost four games all year so it's like don't tell me that they've been bad that's, you know that's what I mean? the thing where it's like people are like man but they struggled against that team yeah but it's look, like you can only say that four times yeah exactly at the end of the day same for drew Brees. yeah they're both, all of these teams are 11 Yeah, but Drew Brees, Drew Brees missed a lot of games in the and, middle of the year. Yeah, that, oh, that's no, part of me, my... With, with the Drew Brees thing, I say that it's limited with Drew because you are limited with what your offense can do. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at 40-plus yard. I know you don't scheme for that route being mm-hmm. a thing, but if you're looking at a go route, 40-plus yards isn't on the table for you. You call in Taysom Hill. I for think that. yeah. I, look, we knew it for years. The, the if you if you really want to go back and look, if you watch Saints games for a long time, every time they drew up a long developing passing route, Taysom they like the quarterback. Taysom Hill was in, and it, and nobody really bat an eye because Taysom Hill got in for run plays and other things like that. But like that was the thing. That's what they did, and that's okay. The, the Swiss Army thing. knife disguised the decline yeah. of what is a legendary, hey, still but, a legendary yeah, quarterback, still fucking amazing within yes. twenty yards. Like there's not, I'm not shitting on him, but uh, you know he lost aspects of his he game. He will dink and dunk and dice you up for days. He's yeah. a surgeon. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there are these clutch moments that you need to see. I'm a Vikings fan. Why do you think I wanted to play the Saints? Let me let me uh, just yeah. Go I, on I, about the Bucks. I, I, well, no, I, Bucks. I mean, we know what the Bucks are. I don't have no, anything. No, no. I want to hear what you think about the Bucks because I know that you were an avid Tom Brady age. For like when guys get older, you you just kind of take oh. your pants off and shit on. <laughs> I am quick to recognize decline, and I'm quick to say, hey, he's not going to be as good this year as he was last year. Uh, yeah, that, you're absolutely right, and Listen, I've been to wrong. Think that, to think that the Bucks go to the Super Bowl, they have to go through the Saints, who they are 0-2 against, yeah. who they have destroyed Tom Brady. Yeah. Do you think it changes? No, I don't think it okay. changes. I, I don't. Look, I, I, look. I get it. I, I get that Stats I've kind of on your side. Look, I, I get that I've I've kind of shit on Tom Brady at times. I, I don't feel like I hate him, or I, I feel like in our friend group, I get a lot of shit for hating on Tom Brady. Yeah. Part of that's just because I'm a Dolphins fan, so I've seen him be great for a long time. <laughs> years, so, so it's like, yeah, like give me a little bit of break for that. But also, I don't feel like I do. Like I respect the greatness. I am. I, I feel like every time he wins a Super Bowl, the next day I, I can sit back and at least say it's awesome to have seen this, right? Like I, I feel like that's fair. And <laughs> now, and now he's on a team with a great wep- like weapons all around him. And yeah, he's been doing well. I, I will say, like from a physical ability standpoint, he's not like blowing it out of the park. He's better. Than than uh, Breeze, and he's a lot better than I think I expected him to be this year. He still like has plays that are just like, holy fucking shit! How does he have that much like juice 
at Zip his ball. age. Yeah. Like I mean, so like I'll give him all the credit in the world. I'm saying I don't think he's gonna win because I've seen I've seen bad bucks. I won't even say bad Brady. I've seen bad bucks enough times this year. I've seen it, you know, a handful of times to where I think it's gonna show up at least once in the playoffs. That's that's all I'll say about that. They're they're ten and five, but man, if you take three out of those five losses, they are ugly. And also less than like two hundred yards of offense. Also, a couple of those wins have been pretty bad too. They just kind of they got lucky to play a bad team. Like they played horrible against the the Chargers this year, but showed up in the fourth quarter. Tom Brady comeback. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So so that's kind of thing. Look, we'll move on there. I did want to uh, go back and we'll kind of end it on this with the Chiefs. This past week, the Chiefs struggled against the the Falcons. The Falcons actually had a field goal where they were they were a missed field goal away from tying the game and going to overtime against the fourteen and one Chiefs. And this Falcons team, look, they're slated to get the third pick in the draft right now. Yes. So so I mean, not not a uh, ceremonial uh, close number game. one kicker in fantasy missing that by the way. Oh, was he's the, the number one kicker? kicker? I didn't yeah. realize that. I didn't realize he was number one kicker in fantasy. I know that my Dolphins kicker uh, Jason Sanders is the is the number one uh, kicker in in the. NFL right now, or number two, he might be behind uh, the the. You know, statistically, if you're looking at non fantasy stats, who he's mm-hmm. behind? Yeah. Uh, War Eagle, Daniel Carlson at a, a miss. Auburn he missed that extra Raiders. point. Hey now, listen. Hey now, we're not gonna talk about hey, that. Hey, he missed that extra but, point though. <laughs> but 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 get back to your point with anyway, the Chiefs. Anyway, Chiefs. We know what the Chiefs are. We we know the Chiefs can turn it on at any second and win just about any game. They they will match up about against any team because they can do just about anything. Their defense is better than people really even realize. With that being said, it feels like they've been like in neutral for the past couple weeks and they just kind of like been turning it on when they need to a little bit. And this Falcons game, I feel like, is the most obvious example of that to where they were like, ah, we're just, you know, they they were slugging along. Like they they, they let the Falcons stick slugging. around. Slug, yes, it was a bad Man, game for the Falcons. I, listen, it was a bad game against the Falcons. God, That's fair yeah, to no, say. No, no, it was a very bad game against the Falcons, but I would. Defend it by saying that I think they're just out there fucking around. Exactly. Andy Reid is exactly. on like, he has 24 <laughs> sheets in the play card sheet, and he's on 23 24 being like, Nah, that's Demarcus Robinson will let you throw the ball. That's my point. If they yeah. fuck, if they fuck around against they're one not, of these good teams, they're not. Are they gonna? I'm just saying. I'm I'm gonna put the narrative out there to say the only way the, the Chiefs don't repeat this year, the the only way the Chiefs don't make the playoff and make the Super Bowl. I'll put it that way. I think if they make the Super Bowl, they could lose against one of these top games in the NFC. But the only way they don't make the play, the Super Bowl this year is if they fuck around against a Steelers team or a Bills team or even a fucking you know Ravens team, Colts team, whatever. The fuck Titans. you want to say? Give them every, any they, they, one of these. Listen, there's teams, a lot of good teams. They out could there. fuck around about against just about anybody except for the Dolphins. I don't really think they could lose to the Dolphins because I, I, we watched them. I'm they, glad you took your bias hat. Well, yeah, look, yeah. They, they fucked around against the Dolphins. The, the they had like three or four uh, turnovers against the Dolphins and, and dominated them. It looked closer than it was. They're not going to lose to the Dolphins. They just they, the Dolphins just don't have the offensive firepower to really compete. Every other team, I think, has some form of a of a legitimate weapon that can compete if the Chiefs are fucking around. On any given Sunday, the Chiefs are going to win. The Chiefs are the favorite to, to make it to the Super Bowl. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, is there a chance that after a bye week, because they're already going to have the bye week, after fucking spending December already having won the, the number one seed, essentially, are they going to come out a little bit lackluster and whoever they're playing, are they going to fuck up at scroll, the end of the day? Scroll down a little bit, just so I can remember. The Ravens and the Titans. Those are the two teams that are capable of coming off of a Chiefs bye, and I really think taking it to them, punching them in the mouth. Mm-hmm. I think the Colts have that ability too, by the way. Really? The Colts? Yeah, uh, I, I, think with I, the, yeah I, I do. 
Well, Jonathan Taylor's come on strong. Yeah, I say with Jonathan Taylor, they yes. have a good defense. Yeah. So yes, I mean, I'm probably not giving the Colts their due respect in saying that. Those are the type of teams that are capable of traveling to KC in these cold winter elements mm-hmm. and beating a team that, yeah, maybe maybe they take a little bit of a game off mm-hmm. and maybe that carries on to the first half of the second game. But man, at the end of the day, look at last year. The, I, what, what did the Texans that's have? That's the ultimate. On that's it was 24-0 at half. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, and, and it was really just a perfectly scripted game, and then it, it just it turned in a second. Yeah, I'll make you a bet, and I don't think you want to take it. No. I'll do five shots. Chiefs win. You get the field. It win what? Super Bowl. Win the Super Bowl? I'll take the field against the Super Bowl. Yeah, five shots. There we go. Five shots is worth taking for the field. Yeah, yeah. I get to watch Pat Mahomes win a second. And just to be clear, I'll be rooting for Patrick Holmes, too. Yeah. Just, I mean, but I'll take five shots. That's fine. It's hard I, I want Tom Brady to win. I'm not even going to lie. My really? Vikings are now eliminated. I want to see Tom Brady win it. Why, why does he need a seventh? What, I, because what, I is it, 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 let me Let me ask yeah. you this. Let me just frame it in a different yeah, way. Go ahead. Is it because you want him to prove that it wasn't Bill Belichick? Partly. I want to see greatness. I want to see one of the... We've the, seen greatness. We've seen greatness for I, years. I, I and and see, let me tell you right now, we're going to see greatness for a long fucking time with the Chiefs. You're pissed off at Tom Brady, I'm bro. I'm not. You I'm, sound salty. Listen, I'm a, I'm a Vikings fan. I can't root for Aaron Rodgers necessarily. I want Aaron Rodgers because I think he wants to fuck the Packers more. But fucking the Packers wins. So I lose. Uh, Drew Brees, I think you're too old, just a little bit. So... As much slander as I put out on Drew Brees, I kind of want to be right about that. Mm-hmm. Seahawks, it wouldn't bother me because I love Russell Wilson. Huge and I love that this, like, the Legion of Boom kind of left a bad taste in the average fan's mouth about, like, they're the villains of the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the, we're going to pop you, we're going to smack you and beat you. Mm-hmm. Seahawks fans, I'm sure you love them, and you should love them. They're legends. But looking at it from the average fan, they're like the LeBron Miami Heat era. They're just so good. It's like you kind of want them to lose. You wanted LeBron thing. and the Miami Heat to lose? What? No, I didn't. I, I did. I, I'm a Heat fan. I'm a LeBron <laughs> dick rider. I'm a, I'm I'll a, ride him <laughs> to the end. But in saying that, yeah, Russell Wilson, if he's able to get it done this year, it is solely because of him and on his shoulders. Listen. Wouldn't bother me if Seattle wins it. Wouldn't bother me if Tampa Bay wins it. Okay, th- that's fair. Um, I have a wet dream that the Rams pull it off. <laughs> I just don't want to see Jared Goff win. I'm not gonna lie. I don't like Jared. I, I don't think Jared Goff's good enough. I, I just don't. I, I don't. Maybe I do hate him. I don't know. He's just he. I don't. I, you know what? I don't. I never hated him until he got paid as much as he got paid. I didn't think he deserved that. Um, that's, you want to see? You want to see the absolute wild card of wild cards? Let's hear it. Go put ten dollars on the New York Giants to win the Super Bowl right now. Yeah, right now at, at, at five right, and ten. Right that'd the be a fuck fucking now. Bet. You win almost five grand. <laughs> I love it. Last thing I want to say before we the before we head out uh, with the Seahawks, you, you mentioned it, Russell yeah. Wilson and, and Lee Jambone. It, it made me. I just wanted to reinforce this and remind everybody that Russell Wilson was the quarterback of the Seahawks when they won that Super Bowl. Russell Wilson was not the reason they won that Super Bowl. Everyone knew that Russell Wilson was just kind of a placeholder at quarterback oh. at that time. At that time. At the time, he was really good, but he wasn't the legend that he is now. Right now he's a fucking legend. He was a good quarterback. He was a good quarterback, but he wasn't like he he was he was an NFL average quarterback at that time. He he had not yet like upgraded to elite a legend. Like again, Russell Wilson right now top top three top five quarterback in the NFL, and he has been for a while. I'm saying in his first couple years in the NFL, 
he wasn't there yet. You gotta calm you down a little bit. The, yeah. the <laughs> defense, like, bring it down. He wasn't, I promise. The, the defense no, was no, really fucking good. The defense, <laughs> at the end of the day, I know I can defend that by saying that the defense was the, the headpiece of that team. Yeah, that's all I was saying. Yeah. yeah. The defense was like the, the storyline. The defense was everything. And then, his, you know, he obviously gets the ring. I would like him to get a ring. Man, you when scared me. He at is first. leading his fucking team to the Super Bowl. If, if the Seahawks win the Super Bowl, it is Russell Wilson. Carrying the fucking backpack with like DK Metcalf helping him out a little bit, yeah, like what that's about it. Jalen Ramsey locking up DK in two games. No, DK oh. had a great game this past week. What no, we did not. Oh, let's look it up. Oh, we're, we're let's look it up. Let's look it up. We talk just for a second. Jalen Ramsey DK. locked that ass Bro, up. I lost a, a prop bet because DK Metcalf had too many catches. I don't know what his final stats were. He had six receptions for fifty nine yards. That's not good. He had six receptions though. He was he was involved in the offense. I mean, involved in the offense doesn't mean that you're good. Jalen Ramsey okay. locked that yeah. ass up. Six receptions doesn't mean he was locked down either. Oh, my God. Come on. Smalls. Smalls. You're... Six receptions doesn't win you look, the game. Six re- look, he got locked down. Okay. He got Stop. locked down when he had two receptions for 28 Stop. yards. He did Stop. not get locked down listen, when he had six listen, receptions. For, for those of you who held on this long, I'm glad you fucking did. <laughs> Ten receptions, 177. Twelve for 161. Seven for 108. God damn, two for 28? Who was guarding him then? Jalen? Yeah, I, I just said that. <laughs> so in two games, Jalen kept him at eight catches, 80-something yards? Run it. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey's the best corner in the NFL. I, I, I wasn't trying to argue Run against it. that. I was just saying he had a good game this past week. I mean, he didn't... Solid is not good. He had a solid game. I'll put it that way. He had a solid game this past week. All right, fair enough. Are we good? You want to you DK Metcalf is not a top five receiver. Really? Yeah, really. Who's better? Right now. No, right now oh, this year. fuck you Right for now that. this year. Fuck you for that. Right now. Because you're saying his calf hurts. That's Right what now this year. Good. Right and now I, I this year. I can't even say Michael Thomas, can I? Fucking say Michael Thomas. I'll give you Michael Thomas. I'm not going to give you both of them. <laughs> if you give me Michael Thomas, then you give me D-Hops. Deal. Then you give me Devontae Adams. Sure. Then you give me DeAndre Hopkins. Sure. Then you give me Stephon Diggs. DK's better than Stephon Diggs, I'll say. <laughs> what? DK is more physically talented than Stephon Diggs. Because the dude looks like a fucking Megatron. Yeah, he he's he's just as fa- he's he's double Stephon Diggs size and just as fast. No. Okay. I mean, yes, but, <laughs> yeah. but Stephon Diggs hey, is better. Hey, this is this is an off-season argument. This is this is this is an argument we can have. We can dive into this when we're going off-season. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Justin Jefferson's the rookie of the year. He Go should on. be the rookie of the year. I absolutely agree. Thank you guys so much for watching. Please, if you've hung on this long, it is worth a subscribe. It is worth <laughs> a like. Uh, go on. If you're watching on the uh, the Underdogs uh, YouTube channel or Underdogs Podcast Network, we really want to thank those guys for having us on and, and uh, spreading our content a little bit. We really appreciate it. Guys, we'll see you next week. Go Dolphins. Let's make it to the playoffs. Peace out.